0: Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. Let's begin a deep dive into the life and deeds of seafarer and navigator Christopher Columbus. Sailing for God, gold, and glory, this controversial titan of history has entered the pantheon of humans who changed the course of world history. Although the legendary explorer never reached mainland North America, his voyages had profound global consequences and quickly led to the opening up of the continent to massive changes and European colonization. In this special episode, allow me to introduce Wayne Armstrong of the Five Minute Biographies podcast, who has graciously agreed to share with us his concise biography of Christopher
1: Columbus. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Five Minute Biographies podcast. Don Cristobal Colon. Otherwise known to us by the name Christopher Columbus, was a pivotal historical figure and one whose legacy continues to be a matter of contention and debate over 500 years after his death. Born sometime in the year 1451, Christopher Columbus's early life is largely unknown, although some historians agree that he was most likely born in the Republic of Genoa, in what is modern day Italy. However, despite his fairly obscure origins, It is known that from a young age he travelled widely, as far as the British Isles, and according to some reports even as far north as Iceland. During this period he also travelled as far south as Africa, and what is now Ghana. As far as is known, Christopher Columbus had no formal education, and appears to have been largely self-taught. Despite this, the fields of history, geography and astronomy would feature heavily in his future career as an explorer and navigator. Since the Portuguese had gained a tight hold on the spice trade route to the East Indies via Africa, Columbus began to develop a plan to reach the East Indies by travelling west instead of east. Columbus, just like everyone else at the time, had no idea that there was any land in between, and simply believed that an open ocean voyage travelling west would allow Spain to bypass their trade rival, Portugal. After many years of lobbying by Columbus, Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand of Spain finally agreed to put money down and support a small exploratory voyage by Columbus. Columbus departed Spain on August 1492, with three ships, the Santa Maria, the Santa Clara, nicknamed the Nina, and the Pinta. This ship's nickname is all that is known, with its full name being lost to history and made landfall in the New World on the 12th of October, a date now referred to as Columbus Day. Although the exact location reached on that date is unknown, it was likely somewhere in the Bahamas. Columbus was by no means the first to discover the American continent, as many indigenous natives had been living there for millennia. Nor was he even the first European as researchers shown that the Vikings most likely found their way into Greenland and Canada. However, Christopher Columbus can be credited with bringing the first detailed reports back to a receptive Europe, and the promise of new lands for exploitation, colonisation, farming and of course the acquisition of resources. A mere three months' voyage by sail made for a very alluring prospect. Columbus helped establish a colony in what is now Haiti, and this was the first time Europeans had made any attempt to settlement so far west since the Vikings had attempted colonisation almost 500 years earlier. Columbus made three additional voyages in 1493, explored part of the coast of South America in 1498 and the coast of Central America in 1502. It is not known, though, to what extent Columbus was aware that this landmass was an entirely new continent, rather than just being part of Asia. A good piece of evidence that Columbus thought he was in Asia was the fact that he named the indigenous people Indians, due to the mistaken belief that they were a people of Southeast Asia. Despite these dubious navigation issues and assumptions, one thing that was certain was that Christopher Columbus opened up what became known as the Columbian Exchange, a significant period in human history where the resources and cultures of the Americas and Europe began to meet, intermingle and exchange resources with each other. South America provided Europe with a variety of new foods, such as cocoa beans, which led to the development of chocolate, and fruits which had never been seen before in the old world, such as pineapple, avocado and papaya, whilst the people of the Americas were the recipients of things such as horses, cattle and other animal stock that had been domesticated in Europe centuries before. Columbus was a less than successful governor of the new colony, and was eventually replaced. He returned to Spain in 1504 and lived out the rest of his life comfortably well off, but frustrated that he never received the official recognition that he felt he deserved, even writing a book called Book of Privileges, in which he detailed what he believed the Spanish crown owed him and his heirs. On the 20th of May 1506, at around the age of 54, Columbus died from what many believed to be rita's Syndrome, now called Reactive Arthritis. He had requested that his body be buried in the Americas, but as no church existed there at the time, his wishes could not be accommodated. He was originally buried in Valladolid, before being moved three years later to a monastery on a river island near Seville called La Carulla. Almost 30 years later, in 1537, the widow of one of Christopher Columbus's sons, Diego, sent his bones, along with those of her husband, to Santa Domingo, which is the capital of the Dominican Republic. In 1795, Spain relinquished control of Hispaniola, the island in the Caribbean that consists of the sovereign nations of Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Believing that the remains of Christopher Columbus should not fall into the hands of the French, Spain moved them first to Cuba, and then back to Seville, Spain, in 1898, where they have remained ever since. However, it was not the repeated movement of his remains that would be Christopher Columbus's largest legacy, but rather the debate throughout history of the impact of what he did, and how he did it. It was not only the exchange of material wealth and animals, technologies and ideas that occurred as a part of his settlement of the Americas, but also the unfortunate transmission of diseases. The arrival of Christopher Columbus in the New World heralded the swift and sudden collapse of many of the American civilizations due to war and colonisation, but especially due to a lack of immunity to old world diseases. Many inhabitants of the Americas would perish over the centuries following the arrival of Columbus, partly due to the exchange that was occurring between the Americas and Europe. Christopher Columbus's personal reputation was also marred by his use and exploitation of slave labour. Although slavery had already existed in the Americas for centuries, the use of exploitative labour by a supposedly enlightened Renaissance individual strikes a sour note with modern scholars and individuals. Despite this, Christopher Columbus continues to be one of history's most pivotal characters and notable explorers, and his contentious legacy will likely continue to be studied and taught for centuries to come. I hope you enjoyed that episode of 5-Minute Biographies. Next
0: time, we continue our deep study of the fascinating life and deeds of Italian explorer Christopher Columbus. Listener CM sent me an email asking, In episode 13, you mentioned the word hypothesis. What is different between the terms hypothesis, theory, thesis, and fact? What do these four words really mean? Okay, let's take them one by one. Basically, a hypothesis is an educated guess, a supposition or proposed explanation made on the basis of limited evidence as a starting point for further investigation. A good hypothesis is investigated by many scholars and ultimately worth a full testing. A theory is a belief, supposition, or a system of ideas intended to explain something. A thesis is a statement, argument, or theory that is posited or put forward as a premise to be maintained or proved. And finally, a fact is something that is known or proved to be true and can be used as evidence. It is important to understand that these four terms explain how human knowledge advances cumulatively. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams. Spread the word to family and friends. And remember, all positive ratings, reviews, feedback, and comments are appreciated. This helps us expand our audience. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. The most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.